Football represents something we are. Something we are. Football is like life. You gotta push. Fantasy football is about proving that you are better than your friends. Hold up. Welcome to the BS Fantasy Podcast. Let the games begin. Welcome into the bomb shelter. It's football Friday. Whoop whoop. Are you excited? Oh, I'm pumped. Um, Week let, eight, let, baby. Let's since we're gonna run through everything real quick. Let's just do the the handles and everything at the end. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's hop right into it. Yeah, today we'll do news and notes, start sits, and then uh, just a week eight preview. I'm pumped. Let's get rolling. So, uh, Geronimo Allison removed from Packers injury report. That's good news. Should have a good week. Uh, Chris Ivory injured his hamstring in yesterday's practice and uh, was limited today. So that's something to, you know, be looking out for if you're a Chris Ivory owner. Sony Michelle held, held out of practice. Um, Matt Breida returned to practice Friday, but still questionable for this weekend. I think he should have a questionable tag for the rest, for of, the rest the of the season. He's probably going to come in, play half a quarter, and then get injured again because that seems to be his MO. Probably. Uh, Gronk also limited in today's practice with that back injury. It's a little concerning there. Um, Will Fuller, out for the year, <sighs> ACL. That sucks because we were saying mm-hmm. play him yesterday on Thursday Night Football because Kiki is out, and when Kiki's out, then Will Fuller just tears it up. Yeah, his and usage he did, goes ways up. But then he got injured. Mm-hmm. He got injured. After a huge game. I know. Cause he so got, at he was, least he didn't crap out. Like in the first quarter on his owners, he he put in a solid day's work and then got injured. So props, Will Fuller. Yeah, and half PPR, I think it was 20, just short of 21 points. Yeah. So definitely didn't crap out at all. You got yeah. more than expected from him. Uh, Should, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins should have, I mean, a, an already huge role is going to increase. Uh, Also good for QT. Is that how we decided we were saying that? Yeah, QT. Okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook out again this week. They're probably going to hold him out until week 11, it's sounding like. Uh, so fire up your Latavius. And Royce Freeman ruled out for this week as well. So good news for Philip Lindsay on the owners. Uh, some quick starts and sits at each position. Hang on, I want to throw in one, oh, one more injury. One? Yeah, Kay. Alan Robinson is questionable for the Bears. So if he's out, that enhances... Pretty much everyone around him, especially Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Gabriel, Gabriel, for sure. Everyone together now, Taylor Gabriel. <laughs> he's been great, and uh, not last week, but overall this season, he's been he's been good. Yeah, and also Jack Doyle has been removed from the injury report. Nice, not good news if you're an Eric Ebron owner, right? So Jack Attack is back. I don't know if anyone is calling him that, but I just did. I mean, we are now, officially. <laughs> it's our thing. So, uh, some start sits. Uh, QB, your starts are Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Winston Dalton going against each other, and Mitch Trubisky I like this week as well. Uh, running back, James White, with the Sony Michelle uh, injury still lingering. Philip Lindsay, on Johnson, and Chris Con- Carson, both in the same game as well. Uh, Johnson and Carson there. Uh, wide receivers, Emmanuel Sanders, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Boyd, Geronimo Allison, who we just touched on. He's removed from the injury report. Good to go. It's going to be a shootout, I think. Uh, the tight end spot, David Njoku, 
I've been beating that drum. He's a uh, rest of season tight end five, top five tight end for me. Um, OJ Howard, uh, Uzoma. Am I saying that right? Uzoma. I say Uzoma. Okay. Whatever. But People know who we're talking about. I've also right? botched a fair amount of names <laughs> exactly. on this podcast. So I'm it's probably like that, not. It's like that key and pill uh, skit about a, the the A A Ron one. No, 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 not that one. The oh. the football players. Um, how they do the intros, you know? Do you not know that? No, I know what you're talking okay. about. I was just trying to come up with an an example of the name, and I couldn't. I know. I should have. I should have. They all had ridiculous names, uh-huh. and then it was like John Smith, BYU, Rashana Say Jones, <laughs> Mississippi State. You know, so it's. Then there's one that I think they just had D D Anthony. Uh, they add D to like every. Regular name, it, it's in the entire it's the entire roster. It's like <laughs> D something. It's hilarious. Anyway, uh, last tight end start Vance McDonald, like him this week. Uh, sits at QB. Cam Newton is a sit for me. I'm worried about that shoulder injury. He just got taken off the injury report. Did he? Yeah. As so of, you have as more updated, today. You have up more updated news. Oh, than shoot, I, I meant to throw that in at the top. But that would have helped me for this this part right here. Nice, right. nice. Thanks. <clears throat> Wait, how my back? Uh, my bad. At RB, uh, Aaron Jones and Peyton Barber sits. Um, wide receiver Devin Funchess, Allen Robinson, who is also questionable, questionable with that injury, and Marquise Goodwin. Uh, at the tight end spot, Ricky Seals Jones and Kyle Rudolph are both sits. The Saints. Uh, give up the second fewest points to the tight end spot. Yeah, they're surprisingly good against the tight end yeah. position. He's been kind of not great this year anyway. So yeah. it, he's a sit for me. Definitely not great because I have him in two leagues and now I'm trying to like plan around him, trying Ouch. to see who I can stream every week, see what I can get going. So yeah, not great for Rudolph so far this year. For sure. But we are only halfway through Kay. the fantasy season. Week eight. Yeah. You want to get into it? You want to start in the London game? Let's start with uh, Jacksonville, Philly. Perfect. I thought for a quick second I was going to do some British accent, but it's so <laughs> bad that yep. I don't want to subject our listeners to it. <laughs> uh, so I'll just move on Move on to the game. <laughs> uh, the last time we saw the Jaguars, Blake Bortles left the game because he was playing so bad. So expectations for the Jaguars are pretty much... As low as they can get. You know, one good thing is Bortles usually has a good game in London. That's true. So, I mean, that's kind of weird. I don't know why. Maybe he just he likes the food there or something. Do they have good food in Britain? I've never been to Britain. Mm, they're not exactly known for their yeah. food. Yeah. And they put vinegar on stuff. That can't be that great. Yeah, and like all the stuff, like shepherd's pie no, and all that. Gross. Yeah. It's all, they eat a lot of like lamb and that. that. What's that... Uh, Scottish dish that's it's like a cooked stomach of a goat. Oh yeah, I don't I don't remember what it's called. Though. I don't know why my mind's going blank, but yeah, it just sounds horrible. Haggis, haggis, is that it? Haggis is a thing. I think that's it. Yeah, it just sounds awful. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, three of Jacksonville's top four cornerbacks are out with injury. Uh, that bodes well for an Eagles Eagles unit that has Alshon, Aguilar, and Ertz. Um, I really like Ertz in this game. Yeah, I'd be weary of Alshon. Uh, he'll be going up against Jalen Ramsey. Um, 
he's still great. I mean, even though I hate him, <laughs> he's a great corner. He's a matchup nightmare yeah. for defenses. Uh, it's definitely a boost for Ertz and Nelson Aguilar, though. I think Aguilar could be a, a sneaky good start this, this week. Yeah, I would say very sneaky because he could have – 10 receptions and or end up one. with like 30 yards on those 10 receptions. Yeah. Um, overall, the the over-under is pretty low in this game, For sitting sure. at 43 right now with the Eagles favored by three. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that might be a trap game just because expectations are so low for the Jaguars right now. Uh-huh. But I feel like they actually do, like you said, they play better when they're in London. So, it, I mean, it is scheduled for a home game for them. And it actually, by the numbers, kind of is a home game. It is. They based always do. on how well they perform Yeah, they always in do really well. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe they should just move the team to London. That's just a bad idea. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. For yeah, scheduling. I don't know why the NFL else. always tinkers with that. They're like, we need a London team. It's like, do you think about the travel time? Yeah. That's, no. I hate these nine. We're on mountain time, so I hate these 9.30. Well, or especially. N- 7.30, our time. 9.30 I especially, Eastern time. I especially feel bad for fans you know like the chargers when they get sent to london i mean that's horrible to yeah, wake they, up at six thirty to watch your team play they made me wake up early last sunday i was pissed yes. i had melvin gordon so i had to see if he was in or out oh should have mentioned that uh just in the news and updates if you have a player going in this game make sure that you're making those lineup adjustments saturday night to avoid what happened to a lot of melvin gordon owners last week set those alarms people yeah uh, who do you th- who do you think wins this one? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Are you? Yeah. Think they bounce back? Mm-hmm. I like the Eagles. Okay. Let me let me. Do you want to write that down? Yeah. Should we start keeping track of this? We probably should. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll make a note because I got the pen. <laughs> we um, have we have one pen in our office, and currently Searstons has it. Well, we have two, but we're, one of them doesn't work. We're running a little one, low. Yeah. So hit up our Patreon if. You would like to have us have more pens? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we we definitely we're so limited on funds. We we need pun, we need pen money. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> pen money. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. I think I think that's about it. Yeah, there's not a lot of. I I don't like T.J. Eldon. There's not a lot of fantasy I mean, goodness in this matchup. No, unless you have Ertz. Yeah. Then then there is. Um, let's move on. Ravens at Panthers. All right. Right now, the Ravens are favored by two and a half. What's the over-under? It is... It's okay. Not too high. 44. Usually, what I look for in an over-under is if it's 50 or above, then I'm targeting it. That's that's like a high over-under. Sure. And we actually have five matchups that are 50 or more this weekend. There should be some some good football. Yeah, absolutely. So, this game isn't... One of those five. Uh, I like Flacco in this game, uh, going up against a Panthers D that has a little, allowed the third most completions over 20 yards. Uh, I mean, Flacco's known for his huge arm. I think he's going to use it here. I like John Brown for that reason. Uh, John Brown's currently wide receiver 11 in half PPR, which is the format we always use. Uh, you know what? I like, I like John Brown as... A, a mid to high end wide receiver two rest of season, I think he's, I think he's great, um, and he's made that Ravens offense a lot better than I think a lot of people thought they were going to be. So fire, fire both of them up 
you know, Flacco and, and Brown, even Crabtree, I think, um, should be a decent game. I mean, I wouldn't, it's not going to be fireworks, but I think they'll, they'll be serviceable for, for a lot of people. You got anything? Uh, there. Alex Collins is finally getting the workload that we expected him to get at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. Uh, Buck Allen has only touched the ball six times and four times in his last two games. That's good for Collins owners. Yeah, so he had a fumble. Uh, Allen had a fumble in week five, and he hasn't been getting too many touches since then. Uh, Carolina is great against the run, though. True. So uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect... I'm just saying, if you're expecting that 50-50 workload, if it you're should thinking be more Buck in favor Allen, of it should definitely be in, in favor, favor of, of Collins. Collins. Okay. Uh, who do you like in this game? I am going with the Ravens. I am as well. On the road. So we're in agreement there. A little risky, but I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Broncos at Chiefs. What's the over-under in this game? Do you have that? Yes, it is... 53 and a half. It has actually come down two points since it opened. Okay. So right now, Kansas City is favored by a whopping 10 points. 10. That's a ton. I think they cover it. I mean, I I wouldn't put money against Pat Mahomes in that offense. They're just, they're moving along. I mean, they've, they've, they hit, they've hit their stride. I think it's just going to continue. Um, the best chance for Denver, uh, you know, slowing down that Chiefs offense, is, you know, is Von Miller and Bradley Chubb getting pressure on Mahomes, which we saw, you know, uh, through the first three quarters of their last matchup, and then, you know, Mahomes just figured it out and it was off to the races. Yeah. So, like we talked about in the news and notes, Freeman is out running back for the Broncos, which should give Lindsey more opportunities. But the problem is that the Chiefs score so many points mm-hmm. that I mean, I feel like I feel like Denver is constantly going to be playing catch up. And that's tough when you have Case Keenum driving yes. your your ship. Exactly. Uh, so I feel like Booker would get more opportunities then. I'm not saying playing him by any means, but I feel like that would take away from Lindsay a little bit. For sure. Um Chiefs play everyone. I got a yeah, I have a stat for you. Mahomes is leading the NFL on yards per attempt on third or fourth down at 9.91 yards per attempt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's also leading the NFL in conversion percentage at 51.6%. Those are all per fo- you know, pro football focus. Uh, he also leads the NFL in total QBR, 84.9. That's the highest QBR through a quarterback's first eight games of his career uh, since the QBR statistic became a thing. Back you can in, just put all these records up and he's just smashing yeah, he's all of them. Uh, it, he's, he's insane. Um, Kareem Hunt, I mean, he's on fire. He's rest of season, top five back, I, I think easy. I think we're going to see a ton of points out of Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, it's fire up all your Chiefs. Uh, Sanders, I, th- I like Sanders this week. Yeah, Manny Sanders. I was not always, but definitely in a good spot because right. the Chiefs' defense isn't that great. And when you're playing catch-up, you got to throw that ball around. And Yep, absolutely. Um, What's next? Who do you? Well, who do you got? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot we were picking. I'm going. I'm Chiefs. Yeah, right. Chiefs. Gotta okay. go. So, gotta go, Chiefs. We're both Chiefs there. 
You can just chalk me down for that one. Yeah, I might pick Chiefs every game. There's a couple of forward. big spreads this week. There is. Chiefs 10. We'll we'll get into the other ones in a second, but uh so the next uh next game I got Seahawks at Lions. Oh baby. What's the over under there? Surprisingly 49 and a half. Yeah, it's decently high. Yeah, and so that's almost to that 50 mark that I was talking about. Theo Riddick is still out. So could be another carry on Johnson week. It should be another carry on Johnson week. Now, whether he gets the ball frequently inside the five-yard line, I would not put any money on that because I think that's Blunt's role. They did try it a couple of times last week with Johnson. Right. It didn't go anywhere, but I attribute that to the blocking more. I looked at all those plays again, yeah, and there, there was just nowhere to go. Yeah, it's less Johnson, more scheme and, and blocking and all that. I believe in the talent. Yeah, and the Lions' defense is pretty bad against the run so i'm sure brian schottenheimer just sees that and he's just drooling he's like oh yes (laughs) i want to establish the run that's what i do best yeah i i think carry on johnson's in a great spot uh i think he goes for another 100 plus yards um i think he'll continue to do stuff like that uh russell wilson he has a career worst qbr so far 48 and a half but he does get to go up against a, a Lions defense that's third worst in defensive efficiency. So I think this is going to be a good spot for Russ Wilson to get, you know, work through some some kinks that he's shown so far this season. Uh, that's why I have Doug Baldwin as a, a you know one of my starts. I think it's I think it's going to be a decent game actually. Uh, I mean, you referenced the 49, what was it, 49 and a half over under? Yeah, so it's almost to that 50 mark. I think there's a good chance I go over that. Um, who do you got? I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Lions. Okay. I am in agreement there. So we're, we're both there on the Lions. I do think Seattle will keep it close uh, coming off that bye. This is a good matchup for them, but. I, yeah. think, I think the Lions pull through. Like we said, Russell Wilson has been on the struggle. I think yeah. it's he's only been a top 12 quarterback one or two times so I, far this season. Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah. but just And I think w- one of those came in week one. Uh-huh. So and we touched on, from last, week, last episode, we touched on the fact that he's currently wide receiver, or excuse me, cuter, quarterback, quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> quarterback 20. Just, it's been a tough, tough year. Yeah, and I, I attribute that to the new offensive scheme that they're doing. Right. Limiting they, his running, trying they, to establish the run with run the running the backs. They ball like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So both lines there. Uh, let's move on to Browns at Steelers. Browns-Steelers. Oh, man. I was excited. This, this was at 50. It's under that now? Now it moved down to 49. Okay. So a little bummed out there, but that's okay. Another another high spread. The Steelers are favored by eight. Yeah. So it looks like the Browns are definitely going to have some work to do. Do you think the Browns will Brown? Yeah. I mean, I don't really see it being too close. I don't either. I, I mean, I love pretty much everyone on the Steelers side. I think James Conner is in a smash spot. Oh, James Big Connor. Ben at home. Yeah, James Conner went crazy on him their first matchup. He's going to, I mean, it's going to be a repeat performance. Yeah, Juju and Antonio are always in play. 
However, it is interesting that when sometimes there's like a positive correlation between certain players, like if one receiver does well, another does well too. But the correlation between Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster is actually one of the biggest negatives among two players on the same offense. So if Brown has a huge game so far this year, that means that Juju is having a bomb. And if Juju is doing super well, then Antonio's having a bomb. Yeah, so it seems like one or the other is... Flip is a coin. Hitting. You know, I think there's I, I think there's a good chance they, they both have at least decent games. I think Antonio Brown's going to go crazy. Um, I mean, they're coming off that bye. I think that bodes well for Antonio Brown. They've seemed a bit off sync for, um, or not in sync, as far as Ben and Antonio Brown goes. I mean, they've always had just a, a crazy connection, chemistry. It seemed off with this new offense, uh, new offensive coordinator, new system. And I, I think this bye week's going to prove to be what they needed to get back on that chemistry that we've always seen out of those two. So I think I think Antonio's in for a huge game. I think Baker Mayfield is going to have to throw a lot in this game, uh-huh. which also means that he's going to be sacked a lot. Yeah. Because the Browns' offensive line has been horrible. They've let so many sacks happen per game. So I like the Steelers' defense here because, I mean, there, there is a good correlation. The more pressure you can get, the more QB hits. I mean, the more likely you are to, to force turnovers, whether it's fumbles, interceptions, so I like the Steelers' defense. Uh, an interesting guy for the Browns, who had a good week last week, but I don't like the spot that he's in this week, is Nick Chubb. They don't really use him that much in the passing game. And Hugh Jackson, every single week, he says, we need to get Duke Johnson more involved in the passing game. I don't trust Hugh because Duke Johnson has not been used properly in the passing game yeah. yet. So yeah. I don't see them making that change. Yeah. Uh, both tight ends I already touched on as starts this week. Uh, the Steelers are allowing a league-high 7.7 per game catch to the tight end spot. Um, I've been hyping David Njoku anyway, but I, I definitely think for sure this week he's he's got top three tight end potential this week. Um, James Conner, he is averaging 5.8 one yards per carry and gaining 10 plus yards on 17 and a half percent of attempts when facing a stacked box. Yeah. He's killing it against stacked boxes. Yeah. The numbers are insane. Yeah. I mean, he lit up Cleveland the first time they're, they're going to run, they're going to run that ball through James. I think the offense moves through James Conner this week. He's in for a a great game. And the, the game script should play out that way. The Steelers should be ahead, right. you know, in the fourth quarter, which means they're trying to run out some game clock, so that favors Connor even more. Just eating up the clock. Uh, it sounds like we're both on that Steelers train. Yeah, right? I mean, it's kind of hard with a spread of eight, and it being the Browns. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steelers on this one. Okay. Um, moving on, Jets at Bears. Do you have the under under over there? Yep. Over under is over under. Did I say under over? Yeah, whatevs. That's weird. Uh forty four and a half. It has come down one and a half points since it opened. Right now the Jets are only implied for eighteen and a half points. So if you if you have the Bears defense, 
They're looking like they're in a pretty good spot. Khalil, oh, yeah. Khalil Mack is questionable, but Sam Darnold hasn't exactly been lighting it up. Plus, Quincy Inunua, wide receiver for the Jets, is out. Robbie Anderson, it came out today that he's doubtful. Yeah. It's... So you're looking at a very limited receiving core yeah, for know. the Jets. I don't know who Darnold's going to be thrown to. Um, it's definitely a tough, stop, a tough spot for him. Play the Chicago D if you have it. I mean, you're probably playing them every time anyway. Uh, Tariq Cohen, I like him this week. I think yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out Cohen this week because he, he had a, a ton of usage last week against the Patriots mm-hmm. because they had to keep up. The Bears were down for most of that game. So they had, they had to throw a lot, so they had to keep up. So I feel like the game the game script really favored Cohen. But this week, it's almost little, like it... you a little hesitant this week on him? Yeah, just because, I mean, the Bears are favored by seven and a half. And if the Jets' offense isn't doing anything, I feel like that's more more Jordan Howard territory. I get that. I just I guess I've seen enough out of Tariq Cohen, and it seems like Nagy is really favors really likes him. I just I think he's gonna be a pretty safe RB two slash RB three every week. He's at least a flex play for me. Oh every, every single yeah, week. Definitely. Matt Matt Nagy is like the anti Hugh Jackson, which is a really good thing. Cause he actually uses yep. his pass catching running backs, so yeah, I think I think Cohen is in a good spot. I just don't like it as much as where he was last week. For sure. So if you have him and you're thinking about playing him, do it. Don't I? I just worry a little bit about the matchup this week. Okay. But he still he still should put up plenty of points. Right. So I, I'm not worried about him. I just wouldn't be surprised if Howard busted in like two touchdowns or something. Right. And maybe Tariq Cohn just he gets a lot of yardage, but maybe doesn't get the score. Yeah. And Howard actually almost had two touchdowns last week. He had one one that was good and then one that got called back for illegal formation. Yeah. So. um, One more. I, I really like Trey Burton this week as well. Oh, how did I forget about Trey? He's a top five tight end this week, I think. Um. And I already said Mitch Trubisky is this one of my starts at quarterback. Uh, I know some people are probably a little nervous against a you know with him going against that Jets pasty. You know they rank third in total QB, QBR given up. I think he does enough with his legs, which was on display last week. He's going to have a pretty safe floor. I like him this week. Great call. I agree. Um, who do you got in this game? I'm going to go Bears. We're both going Bears there. Not much. Uh, it's kind of hard with these huge spreads. Yeah, it is. You know, it, it just doesn't feel right taking the Jets on the road when the Bears are favored by seven and a half. Oh, forgot to uh, touch on my deep, deep sleeper this week. Jets running back, Trenton Cannon. He led the Jets last week in receiving. Um you may not know this. He was the number two rated uh, athlete in terms of the spark rating at the combine behind only Saquon Barkley. Um, if you're desperate, throw him out there. And the Jets should be down. They should. So that would favor yeah. using him in the passing game. And Okay, uh, moving on. You got anything else to talk about that game? You're good? No, I think we covered it all. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers at Bengals. Yes. 
Shootout. Yeah, this is going to be huge. Shootout. Let me find the under over here real quick. Oh, baby, 54 and a half. Yeah. The Tampa Bay defense is like a sieve. They are missing multiple players due to injury, and their secondary just sucks. Yeah, my... my there's, um, there's no other way to put it. My I notes just say, start everyone. <laughs> Dalton, Mixon, Boyd, Green, all of them. Uzoma, we touched on him. You know, tight end start. Man, you can't go wrong with any Bengals play. I don't think you can go wrong with any Buccaneers either. I can give you some like fantasy adjusted schedule numbers for the uh, for the Bucks defense, mm-hmm. but that's just a waste of time. <laughs> they're just bad. They're bad. Yeah, they're bad. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd is back in the equation. Kind of fell off a little bit the last couple weeks. A little bit. Yeah. AJ Green's in such a good spot. I feel like he's just going to tear it up. Do we? Do you think? This I wasn't even gonna bring this up. Do you think we underappreciate just how good AJ Green is? Yeah, I think he gets overlooked a lot. Everyone always talks Julio, Antonio. AJ Green is phenomenal. I think if he, I don't want to, you know, want to slight Andy Dalton, but he doesn't have as good a quarterback as Julio and Antonio have had. And I think if he had, we he, he would every everyone would be talking about him as well. I just think he gets bypassed unfairly. He's incredible. Yep. That's an accurate take from my point of view. So I, the Bengals are going to be putting up points, which, I mean, you talked about in your start of the week. That means the Buccaneers are going to have to be putting up points. Right. So Jameis Winston and that, that receiving core. Uh, both teams are in the top 10 as far as offensive efficiency goes and bottom 10 defensively. Wow. It's crazy. This is going to be a shootout. I don't. I don't trust anyone in the Bucks backfield. I don't trust. Uh, definitely not Ronald Jones. Peyton Barber. He was. Eh, he was a sit for me. Yeah, like See, maybe a little. And I kind of. I kind of disagree with you uh, a little bit on the Ronald Jones. He. He had a decent showing last week, and the the limited amount of touches he got because Barber did get hurt. Yeah, he could. Maybe they want to unleash him here in a good spot see what he can do you know with more tar- I mean I, I certainly wouldn't play him but if you're super desperate it could be you know worth a shot in the dark yeah super desperate yeah, right I mean you have to be desperate like very very desperate yeah uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> who do you like in this game I was trying to come up with an an analogy but they all ended up kind of dark so I'm just gonna stick, yeah I'm just gonna stick away from, I'm just moving past it uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Bengals at home okay another boring no disagreements here both Bengals man yeah I wanna I want to go contrarian on a couple of these it's but hard. I just I just can't when the spreads are over a touchdown yeah and however I, I do want to say that the Bengals are only favored by three and a half. So not so much like the 10, 8, 7 spreads that we've been going over already. Yeah. I. But I still like I still like the Bengals. I do too. Um, Redskins at Giants. This is a tough spot for... Um, uh, who am I trying to... Um, I just went blank. Giants. Here. Give me well, a I mean, team. The, the Giants give, are the Giants are trouble. Redskins, but, but the uh, the Redskins have held elite running backs in check the last two weeks. You're going for Saquon. Yeah, thank you. I got you. Uh, both uh, Christian McCaffrey and Zeke. I mean, Zeke had a 
garbage game last week, and McCaffrey was held in check. He didn't even do much in the receiving game either. Um, the Giants offense does run through Saquon. He might do just enough to have a serviceable game, but you're not going to see a Barkley game like we're used to seeing. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's not going up against Atlanta this week. Yeah, that, that Redskins front line is they're tough. They're really good. Um, I do like Adrian Peterson this week. I think he's got RB1 potential here. That's a good uh, call. He's getting a ton of work in Washington's goal-to-go offensive sets. I think he's going to get at least one shot, probably a couple shots to get in the end zone. I like that. Right now the over-under is only 43.5, so that's just a half more than the London game. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are favored by one. I don't like either of these teams. Uh, it's, but someone's yeah. got to win this game. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take the Redskins. I got the Redskins as well. Okay. The Giants right now are favored by 1. So, we're going with a little a slight underdog there. Sort of both contrarian there. Yeah. Not really that. It's almost it's almost like a pick 'em. It is. Um I think we covered everything there, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're you're starting your your Giants with like you said Saquon and Odell. Odell is, you always have to fire up Odell. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Sterling Shepard? He had that monster game last week. Yeah. That I'm, face kind uh, of tells what I would... That's good radio right there. I'm yeah, just kind of making he this He had like, a weird uh, face, and that's kind of my it's like, outlook on it as well. I don't feel great about it, but like if you're in a pinch, yeah, I, I feel like it's it's not I, a bad play. I mean, I'm starting him, but it's because I'm in a pinch. So yeah. for what that's worth. I mean, I'm not like actively trying to fit him into rosters right. by any means. I'm trying. I'm trying to go with somebody else. But if you know teams are on buys, stuff happens. Maybe yep. you didn't play the waiver wire correctly, and now you're now you're stuck. So it's not not the worst option out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Colts at Raiders. Luck is second in the league in touchdowns with twenty. This game, yeah, two behind Mahomes. Mahomes. That shot or that stat shocked me. When we were going through our MVP uh, mid-season awards during our last show, and I was just scrolling through, and I was like, "Did you know how many touchdowns Andrew Luck has?" Yeah, Luck 20. is twenty. Luck is QB two, That's, three, two, three. Uh, I think two it's, or three. I think it is three. I think it's three with Philip Rivers. It four. Two. Who is it two? It was Mahomes at one by far. Oh well, it doesn't matter. We we should listen to our old episode and then we'd know this. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so the over under right now is fifty and a half, and the Colts are favored by three. There are reports out there that say that the Raiders locker room is quote fractured. Um, I don't know how it couldn't be. Yeah, I mean you traded away your best player on defense in the off season, and now you traded away. One of your best, probably your best prob- offensive yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say one of most and then talented, I was about, probably, oh, definitely. And surprisingly, Amari Cooper is is young, which is, most people don't think about. Crazy. He's only he's like twenty four. Yeah. When I think Amari Cooper, I think he's been in the league for like eight years. Yeah. But no, he's super young. He's twenty four years old. The, yeah. This could be a great trade for the Cowboys. That's like four years younger than Taysom Hill. That's that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Taysom Hill went to BYU, so everyone who we hate comes him. out of there is a, a little old. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But 
so I don't I don't really like well if you're in a like a full point PPR league uh Jalen Richard could get some good usage this yeah, week I wrote sure. him up in my mammoth matchups for week eight I feel like he's a, a sneaky pick right there Doug Martin is Doug Martin. Yuck. You're 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 not gonna get anything from him. And when Gruden says he You're gonna get more out of an actual hamster <laughs> than the muscle hamster. When Gruden says says like he's the guy. He's he's the back that we're going okay, to. Okay, here's a question. Do you, who do you think would win in a race? Doug Martin or a hamster in a wheel? A ball. The like the ball the rolling ball thing. Like the hamster from Bolt? The hamster ball. Yeah. What was his Wow, what was his name from oh, Bolt, the animated movie? The, with the, the dog, right? Yeah. I can't remember what the hamster's name was. That's okay. Uh, I would take the hamster in the ball. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like Doug Martin is going to like pull his hammy right. after like 20 yards, uh, that, and then the yeah, hamster in the ball gonna is keep just going to keep going. Yeah, I mean, Doug Martin might pull out to an early lead. You know, if you if you had him run a 40... I think Doug Martin would get to about uh, 20 meters and then probably have a an injury and fall to the ground, and then that the hamster would just keep trucking by. <laughs> so, yeah, like I was saying... What uh, are we talking about? John, we're, I was talking about how John Gruden said that Doug Martin is the guy, but if you go back to the preseason, he also said that Amari Cooper is the guy, and we're going to get him more involved. Yeah. They just traded Amari Cooper. Oh, so whoever Gruden says is the guy... I'm fading them. I like T.Y. Hilton here. Okay, yeah. Let's get off the Raiders. Yeah. Colts. Uh, coming back from injury last week, we were both hesitant on him. Two touchdowns. Had a great game. Uh, should get a ton of work here as well. Marlon Mack. Monster game last week. Yeah, he was limited in practice on Wednesday. Uh, was a, Did not practice on Thursday. Yeah. Today, he is listed as questionable. I think he goes. I think, don't you think this is just kind of some maintenance with the resting? The did not practice on Thursday had me super worried. Yeah, but now, yeah, now that he's questionable, I think he's gonna he's gonna do his I best to get out up. there. Right. So Andrew Luck's really turned it around. Yeah. For a guy who couldn't really throw twenty yards down the field when they had to put Jacoby Brissett in to throw it fifty five yards for the hail mary in one of the first <laughs> games, his uh, his average depth of depth of target has gone up significantly yeah he's starting so, to get healthy yeah maybe we'll see the real andrew luck for this back half of the season that would be pretty cool it, I, yeah i'm rooting for the guy he's probably the he just seems like a really nice dude never has anything bad to say about teammates opponents coaches anybody so he's got the nicest things to say seems like a real good dude he's incredible at quarterback, and I, I'm I'm glad to see him moving past this injury, or what seems like moving past this injury. I hope it continues. One more note for the Colts: uh, we mentioned this earlier, but Jack Doyle is no longer on the injury report, so that hurts Eric Ebron. Uh, you know, it'd be a wait and see. I'm, I don't know. He's done so well so far this year. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to work him into the offense, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess you never know. I mean, I feel like I was I mean, Ebron wasn't the only guy out there cuz uh Swoop, Swoop, S- Swoop, yeah. Swoop was uh also getting catches, the but two Eric's. Yeah, he was he was pretty much uh 
Ebron was pretty much the go-to guy. Yeah. Doyle was the starter at the beginning of the year, and that's. But also, when Doyle was the starter, Ebron was getting touchdowns mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year too. So yeah, I wouldn't. I, all I'm saying, I wouldn't be super worried if you're an Eric Ebron owner. He's shown enough, I think, to have a, a substantial role moving forward, even with the return of Jack Doyle. Cool. Um, who we got here? Colts. I'm going Colts. Yeah, I'm going Colts I too. Just, I hate the Raiders. I think I, they're terrible. I no. Yeah, Gruden. Gruden's a donkey. I can't pick him. Do you think that's the best hundred million dollars that someone's ever spent? It's funny that you bring that up because one of our friends took a screenshot of uh, the conversation that all of us were having when they signed John Gruden. The one where I was like over under five years before they regret this. Yeah, and I said way Way under. Way under. (laughs) I did not know that there were going to be serious regrets halfway through the first season. Yeah. But I did say that there were going to be regrets early on. I think there's going to be a a huge buyout. Man. In in either after this season or, or... Next one. That's just bad. It's terrible. All right. Are we moving on to the juicy matchup of the week? Packers at Rams. Yeah. Fire everyone up. Yes. Play them all. Love it. Mm-hmm. 56 and a half. It's going to be the highest under. scoring game of the week. The Rams are favored by nine and a half. That is um, the largest spread difference in the Aaron Rodgers era. It's yep. just because the Rams are th- are that good. They're so good. The Rams are implied for 33 points. So, yeah. I mean, we could go into detail yeah. about how good the Rams are. We touched on Geronimo Allison. Fire fire up all your Rams. Right. Cooper Cup is still out, so that boosts Cooks and Woods. Woods. You're probably playing those guys anyway. I honestly, I think Robert Woods is the most important receiver on that Rams offense. I can I, buy that. I never thought I would say that because, I mean, cup cups right there too. Yeah, it's kind of whoever's playing in the slot. Right. To me. I just I love Robert Woods and what he does for that offense. Um, we all know Gurley is just unstoppable. It's otherworldly. He's, he's probably going to win the MVP this year. He could have like unless Mahomes keeps doing what he's doing. Then he could it's have like be a, a forty chance. yards, and somehow he would score like four touchdowns because Insane. his his red zone usage is yep. just through the roof. Man, it's gross. I had him. Oh, traded him away. Don't be dumb like me. Never do that again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean the Packers are gonna have to be playing catch up clearly because the Rams are favored by ten. So Aaron Rodgers is just gonna have to. He's gonna be slinging it. Yeah, he's gonna be playing his heart out. He's just gonna be letting it ride. So yeah, he's the only reason they'll be in this game. And I think they'll keep it fairly close. I mean, just because of Rodgers. But I think, I think the Rams. I think they're too good. Yeah, I, put me down for the Rams. Okay, so the, both Rams. Yeah, I can't take the Packers on the road against the Rams. I think they keep the win streak going. Yep. Uh, 49ers at Cardinals. Should we just skip this game? I wrote down first word. Yuck. <laughs> I did say yay for the firing of Mike McCoy. Oh, yes. That's probably the best news. David Johnson owners rejoice. Uh, Leftwich has already said he's going to utilize David Johnson the way he needs to be utilized. That's great news. That's all you need to know. Uh Uh-huh. Over under at a nasty 41 and a half. Somehow the Niners are favored by one on the road. It's just because the Cardinals are so bad. Oh, both these teams are just garbage, man. 
And that yep. pains me to say that as a 49ers fan. But they are just so bad. I will say, uh, whoever gets the start at art running back for the Niners, whether it's Brita or Mostert, I like in this game. Um, Cardinals aren't that great against the run. Um, I think whoever is, you know, be looking out to see who's actually starting. Um, yeah, the Cardinals are hashtag bad against uh-huh. the run. They're awful. And uh, who do you like in this game? I'm going to go with the Cardinals. See, I'm going Niners. I'm there we go. We got some difference there. The Niners outplayed the Cards three weeks ago. They, I mean, they beat them statistic- in every statistical measure you can. It was just the five turnovers. You can't win again a game turning the ball over five times. People, if you can see my face right now, there are just tears coming down <laughs> right now. The They're not going to turn it over five times again. I think the Niners win here. I think the Niners move on to a whopping one and seven. Okay, Banky Cardinals. All right. Uh, Josh Rosen, Rosen. I always botch his name. Rose, Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. It's the sh and then the z. Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Um, just doing okay. Fitzgerald. Maybe worth a pickup. Not great. He's Joss, probably out there on the waiver. Joss wire. Rosen. <laughs> uh, Christian Kurt. He's okay. I mean, there, there's not a lot to like in this game, no. honestly. That's why I, I didn't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, moving on. Uh, Saints at Vikings. Yeah, rematch. I really like this game. Rematch at the playoffs last year. Yeah. With the Stefan Diggs walk-off play. Oh, that was heartbreaking for for Saints fans. They had it. It was oh wrapped up. Gosh. Over under currently 52 with the Vikings favored by two and a half because the game is in Minnesota and that place gets loud. Start players on both sides. Do you, yeah. anything, do you have anything to add to that? Um, What do you think about as a Latavius Murray owner yourself? What do you think about him this week? Um, Yeah, Delvin Cook's out. His usage has been great. With Cook out, you're probably forced to play Latavius Murray. Because you drafted Cook? It, yeah. Hopefully you drafted Latavius if you had Cook. Um, it, it probably forces you to play him. and I don't think you should be all that bummed out about it. I don't think he's going to have a monster game. Um, I think the receivers are going to have the monster games. But but I think there's a, a chance he gets he gets in the end zone. Okay, on the on the Saints side, you're pretty much playing everybody. There is someone who, if you're desperate, you might play them in the flex position, and that's Traquan Smith. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, if you have to, I'm not. I'm not too high on him. He's your true flex boomer bust. But if you're really desperate, see if he's on the waiver wire. Someone probably picked him up last week, but if he's still out there, right, you could go get him. Yeah. Um, we've talked up Thielen a ton. Who hasn't this season? He's just been off the charts. You know, he's been targeted on 30% of his routes this season. Second only to Julio Jones. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's legit. Crazy. I think this is a, I think this is actually a, a digs blow up week. I think this is going to be a huge digs week I as think well. I'm gonna I, I do think Thielen continues his hundred yarder streak. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that Diggs ends up with more fantasy points than Thielen this I, week. I agree. I but I still I think they both go over 100. So if you have Kirk Cousins, fire him up. Yeah, unless you have someone better. Like what do you you have? 
Yeah, Pat unless Mahomes. you have Patrick Mahomes. Then and do you have Kirk Cousins too? I don't. No, I ha- remember I had Andrew. That's Luck. somebody else I was talking to. Somebody else had Kirk Cousins and Pat Mahomes. That's a really good problem to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, who do you like? I'm going to go with the Vikings at home. Damn it, we agree again. Uh, I got to go Vikes at home. They're at home. They rank first in defensive efficiency. I I also want to point out that right now the Saints are favored by one. So it's not like we're taking the Vikings at like a minus six spread again. Right. So we're we're technically taking the underdog here. Man, we agree on a lot of these. Okay, um, should we get into the Monday night game? I think we should. <sighs> Huge sigh. Why are the Bills on Monday night football? <laughs> they shouldn't be. Really? Yeah, Patriots at Bills. The Bills are implied for 15 points. 15 yeah, that even that might be too much. That is like two touchdowns. Do they get to 15 is the I, real question. I have a funny Bills stat. Do you want to hear it? NFL wide receivers have more passing touchdowns than Bills quarterbacks this year. The Bills don't have three passing touchdowns? Okay, so wide receivers have accounted for four passing touchdowns. Oh, four. I'm missing one. The Bills quarterbacks have accounted for three. Oh, because Amendola threw that one yep. last night? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Circling back. Do you know the top reply to that Twitter post was? Well, if you count touchdowns thrown to other teams, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Pick six, Nathan Peterman <laughs> coming at you. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I bu- I laughed so hard when I saw the first reply. He Nathan Peterman did throw that under two minute interception <laughs> for I think it was against the Texans that oh, took it to gosh, the house yep. and won the game off oh, of it. That's bad. Uh I, I just don't have anything positive to say about the Bills. No. There's I mean, it, there's no one I want to start on the Bills. Right now Lacon LaShawn McCoy has not cleared concussion. LaCon Michoy. Yeah. Michoy has not uh cleared concussion protocol, but the game is on Monday, so he has an extra day. Yeah. So hopefully if you have McCoy, you have Ivory, and then you can just fire up one of those two. Hopefully, though, you don't have either, and you don't even <laughs> have to worry about playing anyone on the Bills. <laughs> that would be the ideal situation. I'm just saying for the for our listeners out there who did draft McCoy, uh, the good o- luck. The only Patriot that I'm hesitant on is actually Josh Gordon, which sounds weird because he's on the, you know, he's up ticking or ticking up usage and and involvement in the offense. Uh, but he's go- he'll be going against Tredavious White, who lines up on the perimeter 97% of the time. That's where Gordon's made his living. He's lined up on the perimeter 92% of the time. Could be a, a tough week for Gordon. Um, he is Josh Gordon, so he only needs one play to have a monster week. He, I mean, he's th- there's always a chance he catches one pass, takes it 72 yards to the house. But... I temper expectations is all I'm saying. Yeah, going along with that, I think Julian Edelman is in a, a good spot yep. because of that matchup on the outside. I mean, the Bills are very beatable as we have as we have seen a lot this year. And I just, I mean, the only the only person who I would semi worry about is Gronk. Yeah, just because of his injuries that he's had lately. So if he's limited at all and the Patriots are up big, which they should be. Maybe maybe they pull Gronk and just give him some rest. Hopefully you've got a, a decent backup. Luckily I have Vance McDonald. 
because yeah. I'm a Gronk owner. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of hosed though if you have Gronk because he's playing on Monday night. Yep. So the only other person, if you're questionable on Gronk, I mean, you're if you're gonna sit him and wait that long, the only other person available is uh, Clay. Do, yeah. Charles Clay, Charles Clay for Buffalo. Um, That's a bad spot to be in. I guess you could you could possibly throw out Dwayne Allen. I wouldn't Ugh. go there. I mean, it's gross. I'm definitely not going but there. But but if you're one of those that that wants to wait to see, you know the wait and see on Gronk, and he ends up not playing, that's you're gonna have to that's go. Your two options. Yeah. So. I, I don't even consider Allen. His usage when Gronk, oh, it's when Gronk is out is so. There's so, always so a chance bad. he gets a catch though for seven yards. Maybe you're in like maybe a it's a touchdown. Ten point per reception <laughs> yeah. league. Then Dwayne Allen would be king. <laughs> But yeah, so that that doesn't exist. No, I'm. I think I'm gonna go McDonald in our league uh, instead of Gronk. I just I worry about that injury. They may give him another week to rest. Fair enough. We cruised through those. Yeah, we did. Awesome. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I was just sad that we had to end it on a Bills note. Yeah, that's rough. That's just that that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I'm sorry. How about those Rams, though? Those Rams, yeah. Yeah. They're great. That gets me excited. They're going undefeated. I really think so. I don't know. That Week 11 matchup with the Chiefs. In Mexico City. Yeah. I, what do you think the over-under is going to be on that? Like 60? Do you I think it could think, reach that? I think probably 82. 82? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, right now. If I'd, it was at 60, I would still bet the over. So maybe it goes higher. Maybe yeah. it's like low 60s. Probably. I mean, that's absurd. That's crazy. They're two great teams. I know. That's nuts. Whatever it is, maybe, I'm, ex- maybe I'm excited we'll be, to see what it opens up. Maybe we'll be shocked, though, in, in that Mexico City thin air. They'll just be gassed, and we'll get like a 24 to 21 game. Wouldn't that just like completely subvert expectations that would be a big disappointment it would be you're right maybe you get like an alabama lsu uh-huh. six just to grind three it game. out yeah 17 13 oh man yeah that'd be sad i was feeling good i'm sorry i just i got excited uh, i put clouds over uh, we we came back up from that bills talk and i know that's okay i'm excited for this week okay Sh- should be a good one it should be week eight we're h- over halfway through the season after this week Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy season. season. That makes me sad. Season S-Z-N. Um, real quick, uh, thanks to all the listeners. We hit over, we're now over a thousand downloads. Woo woo. It's pretty cool for us. Um, so thank you. Uh, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, you know. Huge thanks. We really, really appreciate it. We do appreciate like, we it. We can't thank you enough. Nope. Helping us get over that hump. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BS Fantasy FB. We're now on Facebook, BS Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we'll be posting things there. Uh, check out our website, bsfantasy.com. And as always, shoot us your emails, comments, uh, suggestions, whatever you got. BS Fantasy FB at gmail.com. Anything else, buddy? Thanks for listening. Enjoy week eight. We love you guys. We are BS Fantasy. We make fantasy football more swallowable.